Hello. Happy Tuesday, guys. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> That's Sandy. She's with us today for our last and final episode on the Enneagram. And I'm telling you, we saved the best for last because I love Sandy. Aww. <laughs> well, Sandy. the pressure is on. <laughs> Honestly, I, I know you're going to deliver. This is going to be an amazing episode. Um, we kind of introduced Sandy and Matt in the seven episode but i do want to just take a little time to say that sandy i met you like a year ago yes we work in the same location sandy owns a plant shop with her husband matt and um immediately just like felt like sandy was going to be a really good friend of mine Mm -hmm. (laughs) the amount of conversations we've had in (laughs) the middle of work when we like have customers coming in and out and so we're still like having the deepest conversations <laughs> <laughs> with several breaks so that we can at least I don't know we can like pay attention to the customers is <laughs> just funny at this point but love Sandy and our friendship and so grateful for her and I'm so glad that you're here for this thank this you episode. and likewise thank you for having me mm. well to start I want to list the top 20 statements of what it's like to be a nine for my book and I want to get your insight on it and see if you agree or disagree let's hear it I'm so curious what yeah. could it be oh also um this is a fun episode because I'm also a nine so yes. I'm excited to read them too because like I have forgotten this is gonna be the most see. validating episode I know <laughs> <laughs> I know okay I'll start I'll do almost anything to avoid conflict I'm not a self-starter Sometimes I get lost in doing trivial tasks while things that really need to get done get put off. I'm happy to go along with what others want to do. I tend to procrastinate. People seem to want me to be more decisive. When I get distracted, I go off task and I give my attention to whatever is happening right in front of me. I often choose the path of least resistance. I find routines at work and home comforting and I feel unsettled when something throws them off. Others see me as more peaceful than I really am. I have a hard time getting started, but once I do, I really get things done. I'm a what-you-see-is-what-you-get person. I don't think of myself as being very important. People think I'm a good listener, even though I find it hard to pay attention in a long conversation. I don't like to take work home with me. Sometimes I tune out and think about the past. I don't enjoy being... Oh, I don't enjoy big social gatherings as much as quiet evenings at home with the ones I love. Being outdoors is very soothing for me. I'm often quietly stubborn when people put demands on me. It would feel selfish to spend a whole day doing whatever I want to do. Hmm. I feel like like three-fourths of those are pretty mm. spot on. Yeah. Yeah. The avoiding conflict one <laughs> <laughs> i see where they started <laughs> with yeah. that one it, s- it started off very strong and i feel mm-hmm. like some um, are which other ones did i really resonate with um which one yeah really i was gonna to ask you how how do you feel about when i get distracted and go off task i give my attention to whatever's happening right in front of me that happens all the time to me mm-hmm. yeah i think I do that a lot and I notice like in terms of systems when we're trying to like 
do things at the shop a certain way like matt knows like the most efficient way to do things and he sticks to it and then i like see something like a label falling off that's so like unimportant but i'm like i gotta do this right yes, now yes for some yeah. reason it feels so <laughs> important it's just so imperative right yeah because it's like i don't know what it is maybe it's because needing something to be perfect or knowing like if i don't do this i'm gonna forget and then it's not going to get done and I'm going to see it later. It's going to bug me. Yeah, I, don't know. I agree. I feel that way. More the end part, like it's going to bug me if mm-hmm. I don't do it right now. <laughs> so I just need to do it. <laughs> but sometimes it's so like for me, it's um, in my morning time. Like I like to get my emails, like just get to read them and stuff. And I always get distracted b- by like the randomest things like my day needs to be like my morning needs to be a certain way like you get your emails done you respond to them and then you move on but like i might see like oh like my plant looks Mm -hmm. like it needs water (laughs) (laughs) i must go do that (laughs) right now yeah (laughs) and then i end up like not being able to get my tasks done stuff like that i feel the same way yeah for sure yeah um anything else Did, did anything else stand out um Mm. I'm interested in the I'm happy to go along with what others want to do one because I feel like that's very stereotypical nine and I feel like maybe I would have been more like that when I was younger but now that I've matured Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um my capacity like i know what my limit is yeah so i must feel like i don't just want to go along with Mm -hmm. with what others are doing just to keep the peace but i know that that is a big struggle for a lot of nines yeah a huge struggle Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i agree um yeah, I actually agree with a lot of these. I feel very connected to a lot of these. Um, the yeah. one that is interesting, what was the one where it says, I feel unimportant? What does it say? Yeah, I don't think of myself as being very important. How what do, do you, you feel yeah. about that? <laughs> We're interviewing <laughs> We're each like, other. What? <laughs> um, I, you know, okay, the thought that just came to mind. I, like, don't want, it's funny, when I'm in a crowded room, I don't really care to be seen, and I wonder if there's an element of, like, I don't think I'm, like, is there, I don't know if it's important, but, like, I don't know, like, I don't feel like I'm this big deal, like, Mm. you know, like, look at me, I'm more, like, very content with being average, (laughs) to be honest, so I don't know if that kind of, like, adds to, like, maybe I do feel, like, unimportant, because I just... I feel like I'm average. Like That's interesting. Uh, it sounds so sad to say th- that you feel unimportant, doesn't it? It does. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I feel unimportant, but I know that nines do like to, like in a large group setting, well, I'm speaking in general, in co- generalities, of course, but... We don't like to be the center of attention. 
we rather sit back and listen, take things in first. Like we're not going to be the loudest one. Um, I don't know what that has to do with self-importance, but mm. yeah, I think, I mean, I, I know that we're, we, you know, are all Christians. I think of that too, like maybe an element of like that phrase to me feels sad too. Cause I feel like I'm not acknowledging that like i know like who i am mm. to god mm-hmm. so i wonder and I, I want do you think of that does that come to mind like it's just sad to even say i'm unimportant because we know like we we know our value mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we just don't or we should yeah we yeah. should um but i agree with you but we don't like to be like quote unquote like the most important person in the room that like people go to and see like at least I don't. I like to just well hang in the back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like same. It's very comforting to actually <laughs> be in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, hmm. that's that's a deeper one than the other <laughs> numbers that you read ones. off the list. I will say, I think, I will, I think we both can agree. I find routines at work and home comforting. I love routines. Do you like? I, I noticed that you like routines. I'm actually, let me think about it. I'm not really a routine girly. Really? I don't know why. Uh, I, I'm consistent with my skincare because I just want to take care of my skin, but it's not like, I don't know. It doesn't like throw me off to like miss, to like miss a morning of something mm. or a night of something. I don't know. Yeah. But I've seen that for you. Yeah. Yeah, I I do love a good routine. Yeah, and I I mean, I don't think I have like a tantrum if it doesn't go the right way, but if it does go the right way, if my routine goes the right way, I feel so good. Mm. Like I love it. <laughs> Why does it make you feel like you accomplish something or productive or what is it that makes you love it? I think it's a control thing. Oh, okay. I think yeah. it makes me feel like I planned my day to look like this and it, and it happened the way I planned it and so it's like a control thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that could be like a everybody thing, like the idea of a routine and control and stuff. I don't know if that's a nine thing. Anyways, yeah. anyways, more about you. <laughs> like we're yeah, this is a snippet of Sandy <laughs> and the relationship and conversations we have. We can say like one word and we're going to like talk about it for hours. <laughs> um, but I want to jump in and ask you how, well, when did you learn about the Enneagram and your number and how was that experience like for you? Um, I learned about Enneagram me and I'm not an expert, but, um, maybe four years ago. Um, I, I remember a coworker mentioning it to me at work and I didn't really think much of it at the time, but then when I decided to finally take the test, I'm not the type of person who just like was able to read the descriptions and be like, oh, this is me because I don't. And that's apparently supposed to be difficult for nines because we often see a bit of ourselves in every number. Mm-hmm. But um, I took the test and I got nine on my first mm-hmm. test. Mm-hmm. But because I love accuracy, I'm like, could is it real? Am I really a nine? So I took like two completely different tests that were so different, like the questions were nothing like the the previous ones. So I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get the same answer or mm-hmm. the same result. 
and I ended up getting nine every single time. Wow. So I'm pretty confident <laughs> You're a nine. Um, that I'm Solid a nine, nine through and through. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel very seen? Did it? I know you looked for accuracy, but the first time you took it, were you like, yes, this is right? Honestly, it's almost like, not that I read horoscopes, but sometimes I do feel like, oh, yeah, that fits me. That doesn't fit me. Um, I guess we as we as people are just too complex, I feel like, to be like every single thing. Yeah, check, check, check. That mm-hmm. all speaks to me so much. Mm-hmm. But um, I do appreciate about the Enneagram that it's not just like a, it's not a personality test, but it's supposed to help you grow. Yeah. So I I do appreciate that about about Enneagram. I mean, it's definitely definitely the best part about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that that element of showing you like. Don't they have, like, yeah, the average, unhealthy, healthy? Mm-hmm. I like that they add that because you don't really see that mm-hmm. in other personality tests. Exactly. Yeah. 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 What do you think? Um, we touched a bit about, like, what, why you felt like you were a nine. But can you tell me, like, some core things that you realized, like, really hit, like, or I guess some core things about the nine that you really resonated with. You really felt like, yep, that's me. It could even be things that you're like, I need to grow in that. Like, or I know they have like your basic fear, stuff like that. Was there something that stood out to you? Um, like immediate, um, impression, like the name, the Mm -hmm. peacemaker stuck out to me. Um, yeah. For those who like are not, so familiar with it like nines are known for needing to maintain and create peace and feel we like need we have a deep need to feel inner harmony um so I really resonated with that and the part about nines where we avoid conflict (laughs) um is also mm-hmm. something that is like at the forefront for me in terms of this number. Um, yeah. It's interesting because there's this like, I don't know if it's a trope, but it seems like people would think that nines are the people who um, had like a tumultuous um, childhood so they had to become um, so small or like just un- unobtrusive hmm. um, I don't know if I used that correctly um, it just sounded right <laughs> <laughs> in order to um, just not cause more conflict for you know whatever crazy stuff was going on with their family life I don't know how true that is for like most nines, but I do identify with that um, too. And I think that it unfortunately might be part of the reason developmentally, like a lot of people became nines. Maybe Mm -hmm. they went through something like that. So you relate to that. We can jump into Mm -hmm. that. I wanted to ask you as a kid, like Mm -hmm. 
how did you see yourself becoming a nine? Um, I think that while my parents um, deeply loved um, me and cared for me as best they could, I think that some of my needs weren't met. I think they were they were doing their best, but I I'm also a very sensitive person. Mm. Um I could cry easily and I remember this is sad. Mm. <laughs> Please <laughs> tell me. It's kind of sad, but I remember like my dad not knowing how to deal with it and being like you're Sandy, you're just too sensitive. And so that kind of to this day like sticks with me like as why sometimes I withdraw and I can appear to be so um just placid on the outside like oh like they say oh nines they seem so calm they make the mood so like peaceful Mm -hmm. but there's like a lot of stuff going on beneath the surface right yeah so I feel like that was one of the like core things I was like I just need to not react to anything so I can keep the peace Um, it sounds kind of sad but there's growing through it there's there's lots of things I appreciate about like my number and being who I am yeah I honestly like hearing that is I feel very like I don't know understood because I totally get that feeling I wonder if you feel like you have to there's so much energy that goes into hiding that sensitive part of you so Mm -hmm. you can look peaceful and you can look all together but that's also kind of a lonely place right because like totally you have to withhold that and only a very few people get to see it. But sometimes what happens when those people are not like in the, in a moment where you need them, it, it feels lonely because you're just like, I don't know, just have this like guard up to make sure that you're a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I get you and I'm sad here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sad right now, but thank you. <laughs> I feel... I feel seen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, tell me what, tell me what your favorite part of your number is. Um, what I love about being a nine is not just myself. I've seen it with other nines too. And I always hear nines say this phrase, I see both sides. Mm-hmm. Like we're always saying that because even if it's, the most controversial topic that we definitely have a stance on for some reason we can still put ourselves in the shoes of the opposite opinion um and i don't know what why is that like we just have a desire to like understand more or maybe i'll speak for myself i have the desire to understand um any and all viewpoints to put myself in other people's shoes um, because I just see the value in trying to understand the, the more how the world works rather than things thinking that things are black and white. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know 
when yeah. you think about that. I re- I relate to that. I also think my fear of conflict forces me to like mm. really see like how can we understand each other here? Mm-hmm. Because it's when you're you know black and white thinking is like a recipe for conflict. I think that's so true. So yeah. I'm like no no no. Let's really think about like let's think about how that person felt. You wouldn't be as mad or you wouldn't feel like as in conflict with them if you knew. Yeah. Or at least for myself, too. Like, let me think about what they thought, because I don't want to be in. Like, do you struggle to be like mad at somebody like you don't really want to have conflict with people? Hmm. Do I struggle to be on the inside? Do I? I guess I don't know how in touch I am with my angry side i heard that that's more of a i could be totally wrong but i heard that's more of a nine wing eight thing which mm. i'm a, a nine wing one mm-hmm. um so know how in touch i am with anger but i do feel that a lot of nines probably don't feel comfortable being angry yeah, yeah. i i am also I th- right now i feel really like in the middle but for a long time I felt very nine wing one and I was not like I I still struggle to be in touch with anger. Hmm. So I think I try to avoid anger by seeing both sides of things because it's a lot easier to like not be upset at someone. Yeah. Um, but I will say I wonder if part of being a nine is we neglect a lot of our own needs because we yes. want to like see the other side. And we want to see the person and meet their needs and figure them out that we like really abandon ourselves mm-hmm. and then it's like recreating like this whole like even what you brought up with childhood like this abandoning sense of self because you're just right um i guess you get used to people or your parents or maybe somebody in your childhood who like um again like not like this intense way of abandonment but like kind of gave you this message of like you can you know like go behind the scenes and you feel like okay like my needs are not like it's not my voice doesn't need my voice can't be that loud and my needs mm. are not the most important thing to like ask for mm-hmm. um so i see that recreated like in in adulthood for me at least when it comes to conflict i'm it's a lot easier for me to be like oh let me think about them and their needs before i like think about um yeah think about actually like feeling if we're talking about anger, feeling angry at somebody because my needs weren't met or something like that. Like, I'm going, I feel like I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. Do you kind of get <laughs> a little bit of what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. And it brings up this thought, which is interesting, is that this quality that I find so valuable about nines that we're able to see both sides can actually be something that really might bug other people about us if we don't stand up for something does that make sense yes because sometimes there's something that is so obviously bad and then the nine will be like but i can kind of see what it's like okay like we can talk about why the other side might be valid but some one thing that people don't like that i've seen is like being so on the fence where you seem like you don't even stand for anything. Yeah. Like you're too wishy-washy of a person to even, um, just to take a stand for something. So it's funny. It's a, 
it, there's two sides to it. It can be very powerful and a tool of empathy, but it can also, um, it kind of loses our, our you personality. Lose yes, exactly. Yeah. You're like forcing yourself to not like have a personality. Yes. That's something that nines can, can grow in. Yeah. You know, and I just now thinking like if you listen to the episode on the seven, I think when Matt said like, don't lose your spark, mm. I feel like for nines, the part that gets to me is like, don't, don't lose yourself. Like don't lose your opinion. Don't lose like mm-hmm. what matters to you. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes I like, I struggle with that where I, I feel like, I feel like I, I easily lose. I, I forget. I become forgetful of who I am. Cause I just, tr- I'm like going with like, what is it agreeable mm-hmm. in the moment? And right. it's super wishy-washy, right? Depending on who you're with, yeah. <laughs> like what matters to them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel that. I feel mm. that <laughs> I deeply. Feel deeply. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, what is, okay. I feel like we went through like favorite thing and what you don't like. Do you have any other like l- things you don't like about your number? And things you do. Um, the thing that at this like point in my life that I most need to work on is the conflict avoidance. Um, mm. If you guys listen to the episode about the seven, <laughs> you will know that um, I don't really have a strong inner voice. Um, I navigate life more through feelings and like just following my gut. So my conflict avoidance is even made worse by not being able to think through a conversation in my head. Because I feel like other people that have an inner voice, they can prepare for a difficult conversation that they have to have with somebody Mm -hmm. um, because they can like think of exactly what they want to say and they can like talk through in their mind like these different outcomes but for me I'm just sitting there and I'm just feeling things I'm just feeling like oh I feel so Mm. uncomfortable like oh I know this conversation is going to be hard and it's going to be hard for me to follow and I don't know if the right thing's going to come out of my mouth in the moment Mm -hmm. stuff like that so like it can whereas some people can face face their issue with if they're having like a conflict with a friend or something if somebody's like um having conflict with a friend and they they i feel like they can just talk to them right away Mm -hmm. and that's just oh i wish i could do that but yeah for me i have to like almost just sit there and they all, all also say that like nines process things slower anyway. <laughs> so yeah. there's so many factors that are working against me, like n- no inner voice, like slow processing. So it seems like I really avoid things, but I'm just, I'm just moving at a turtle's pace <laughs> <laughs> yes. and I'll get around to it. <laughs> I mean, I, I do have an inner voice, but I agree that I agree that like processing takes like a longer time, even with Mm. my inner voice. Mm -hmm. And 
I just really like I think it's so nice when people let you take that time because mm-hmm. sometimes like do you ever think do you ever like sense people get impatient and they're like okay like just tell me like what totally. you're feeling and I'm like ah uh, like give me like give me some time to really yeah. know I'm sure that I've probably lost friendships <laughs> over <laughs> that <laughs> mm. and <laughs> but I don't know I'm working on it. Is that okay to say? Yeah. <laughs> I say that every day. <laughs> I'm working on I'm it. I'm working on it. It's our motto. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What is one thing other types should know about... What is one thing you wish they knew about your number? Um, things that you feel like people assume or get wrong about the number nine? Um, we I touched on it a little bit. I mean, there's some truth to this, but it's the not having an opinion thing. Um, well, I think there are some. If you're in an unhealthy place as a nine, you can go through a lot of life like not having an opinion because it's just easier. Because if you don't have an opinion, then you you think that you aren't hurting anyone because you can't pick a quote wrong side right um but so that's something that I've had to grow in is to like have a a stronger sense of self to be like no I can believe in this like Mm. um I think one thing that might be misunderstood about me is like and it's not I don't know if people have said this or actually no somebody has said this to me before they thought that because I wasn't like talking in a certain situation like because I I tend to listen more and gather all the information I need so that when I say something it will be relevant and like worthwhile to say but um I had a friend when she told me her first impression of me and she was like the first time I met you, I thought you were a total B. (laughs) 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 And then she's like, but now I know you and you are so genuine. You're so funny. Mm. Um, I don't know that just sitting back and listening. I think sometimes people can take it to be like, Oh, they're, they're judgy. Mm. Like that nine. They're just, if they don't know, they're like, Oh, they're just sitting there like judging me right now. Like, yeah, they don't, yeah. they're not talking because they're, they think that they're, there's something wrong with what I'm saying, but I'm just sitting here listening. Yeah. I'm just taking everything in. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm just speaking for myself. I don't know about. No, I've, I, I mean, I've been told one time <laughs> that I'm like mysterious. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, what? Same. Yeah. What, I'm mysterious? yeah (laughs) it just was like interesting but i think i'm also very um well one i think i'm just like i'm not gonna like i'm shy like i don't know are you shy because i think that too but i feel like shy is not the best word to describe it but i don't know Hmm. what yeah what do we reserved reserved Reserved. that's the word (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm yeah i think i'm reserved and i'm very mindful of like who is in the room mm. and like who am I gonna like really show who I am with um yeah 
We don't I, wear our heart on our sleeve. I don't at think least we don't try to. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, yeah, you're right. I think, I think, I don't. Yeah, being very thoughtful, like who's gonna, who we're gonna let into our life. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting. I do think I. I don't know. Obviously, every night is different, but I've noticed we both are more on the reserve side when it comes to. At least big social gatherings like that. I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What, in what way can other people, other types connect better with our number, Sandy? What can um, they do? What can they do? Um, well, I'll just speak for myself. I don't know if other nines would resonate with this, but I... I wonder if a lot of nines are introverts hmm. because I'm a very strong, strong introvert. Mm-hmm. And it it takes me a long time to recharge, especially now that I'm in my early 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, I love being alone so much. <laughs> um, I don't think I was that much like this when I was in my early 20s. I think I was out there trying to make friends. Um, but... It takes me so much time to recharge and that's okay. But I would hope that my, the people that are in my life, um, that I care about know that though I can appear to be withdrawn, it's not because I don't care about them or what's happening with them. Like if they just want to shoot me a text or like be like, Hey, want to catch up? Like I would absolutely love to. Yeah. Um, that's a fear. Yeah. I don't want my my introvertedness to make my the people that I care about think that I don't have time for them or I I'm not thinking of them mm. because I am I'm, I care so much it just makes me so tired <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is another thing about I mean I've heard and I agree personally too that we get very tired easily mm. yeah which is why we're not like these like someone called it like high capacity like we're more low capacity like we oh, do yeah. few things yeah i recently identified a lot with the phrase low capacity me too <laughs> me too <laughs> i um someone who was very high capacity mentioned it and i was like i'm the, I'm the opposite of that mm-hmm. i'm like low that, you just put words to something that i've been feeling <laughs> yeah yeah, That's yeah. Funny. so even with like i see like when people want to spend time and stuff with even with that like i agree sometimes i like have to think about it like okay like how is this gonna make me feel am i gonna be like so tired after this like i really have to like think Mm -hmm. about it yeah yeah i want to snap for that one (laughs) (laughs) i I feel that a lot Mm. well i want to give the mic to matt for a bit and i want to ask matt here we go what is it like being married to a nine? <laughs> um, it's fun. I think I think we complement each other well. Um like I said on the seven podcast, she since she's like I don't know how to say it, like less outgoing or less expressive than I am, she kind of like writes the jokes in our relationship and I perform them and mm. like we just we like feed off that energy and um, I don't know. She she says that 
she's not like super expressive but she is like a really like silly and goofy person mm -hmm. um yeah and, and i love that about her i think like specifically nines and sevens can have a hard time when they're partners because like they both are very conflict avoidant or not not conflict avoidant um they don't like feeling like uncomfortable yeah that's um, such a good way to put it and there are so many things in life that can make you feel uncomfortable like planning a wedding <laughs> yeah <laughs> or yeah. like big thing you, you know like doing. big things that ha that need to be taken care of and so like there are times when like both of us just like avoid doing like a task and we're just like distracting ourselves um but i really love it because we watch like like the coolest shows together <laughs> <laughs> when we're procrastinating you and guys get to procrastinate together yeah, yeah yeah a couple that procrastinates together obviously <laughs> stays, together. stays together hello amen <laughs> um but yeah it's fun i i think that my like extrovertedness or like goofiness paired with like her like calm demeanor Mm -hmm. And, like, her needing to, you know, have alone time and feel at peace. She kind of, like, grounds me in a way. And mm. when I need to bring the energy up or, yeah, for both of us, I can do that for her. Mm. And, yeah, it just, like, it works out that way. And, yeah, yeah I really enjoy being uh, married to a nine and having Sandy as my life partner. Mm -hmm. mm. Feeling the love. You. <laughs> <laughs> mm, what did you say one time to me, Sandy, that you heard you read somewhere about the nine and something about him saying how like he's grounded by you? Wasn't there this you told me something about like you read this online? Like uh. the seven is this and then the nine. I can't remember. But there is <laughs> one long time ago when um, I was reading about, because you can read like, oh, how does this number go with this number? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even know. How did they determine this? I don't know. <laughs> Who does this? <laughs> Who's, who wrote this? <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing that I read that I thought was so crazy that they said about sevens and nines um because I don't even remember if I mentioned this in this episode or, or or Matt's episode, but we were in a long distance relationship for six or seven years. And I read this. Um, it says sevens and nines might be separated physically or have few financial means, but sevens and nines can make the best of these circumstances and continue to build their future together. Mm -hmm. I was like, how would they, how do they know that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> How do they know that we're separated physically mm. and also broke? <laughs> like, I, I think I wrote this and I posted it and I don't remember. But, um. Yeah. Aww. Well, I definitely see that from you guys. You guys are... No, oh, this is gonna be cringy, but you guys are goals. <laughs> 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 Even as I say it, I'm like, uh. <laughs> oh, rewind oh, the tape. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I received that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, now 
for the final last question. What advice do you have for other nines? <sighs> what advice do I have? Um, I think that because um, nines want to keep the peace and they want to go with the flow so as to like not cause any issues like it's very easy to accidentally become a people pleaser um and just like a yes person as a nine um mm -hmm. because you are trying to be that peacemaker maker and you want to just like keep that inner harmony within yourself so i would encourage myself and fellow nines to I think that we can grow by standing up for our own needs um, mm. I mean it requires a lot of uncomfortable introspection to determine mm. what those needs are mm. and that's why it's such a struggle for nines because we would rather distract and avoid than go to hard places sometimes especially when we're overwhelmed but I do think it would be a point of growth to like stand up for what we need like if somebody's asking you something to do something and you don't have the capacity for it it's okay to say no mm. mm -hmm. if it's not gonna um you know serve you well and you just know it's like it's a stretch I can't handle right now mm. I received that. <laughs> She's like, I needed that. I received Thank that. you for <laughs> giving me the permission wisdom. to say no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but really, really, I do agree with that. I think that's an area of growth. And so hearing you say that, I like, it was encouraging for me. Hmm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a wrap. That's not just the end of your interview but the end of this series <gasps> close this no. off can you believe with a bang i hope it, yeah <laughs> definitely with a bang and i'm so glad i got to have both of you guys here together thank you this was amazing first pod experience for me and third pod for matt third oh my gosh you know, popular, <laughs> popular guy. He's just a pod boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll catch you next week. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs>